Welcome to a Bright Minds Podcast. This is your host, Raymond Bright, where we share stories and experiences to enlighten others. I wanted to start this story off by just giving a background so when I get to the end of the story, you'll understand how I connect. I used to write stories before I started a podcast, and I had a decent audience, most of them women. And, you know, you would meet them or you would like, you know, exchange numbers. And first thing would be, hey, haha, I don't want to be a story. Haha, don't make me a story. But then, you know, secretly talking to them, they would want to be a story. You know, on this podcast, we don't use names. The person that it involves know the situation. So it's no need to be snitching. But you would meet some women who would give you stories and they would want you to tell it. They'll be like, this is my situation or this is what I've been going through. And I don't care if you share. Actually, I want you to share because it might comfort somebody. You get shit like that. But this story starts off as I'm at O2 Lounge and it's one of my homeboys birthday. In the midst of his birthday, he got his girl. She didn't brought her friends and everybody kicking it. So I didn't enter the section. I walk up where I usually go to the little corner of the section, give me a little drink, roll me a blunt. I'm vibing. His girlfriend introduces me to her best friend and we kicking it. I go back to my corner. I'm chilling. She dancing with her friends or whatever. My homeboy come up. He like, Hey, you know, she want to talk to you. I'm like, oh, I right, straight. He showed me an Instagram. You know, everybody always show your Instagram, try to beef them up. I'm like, oh, she do. She really model for real. He was like, yeah, she really do. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, man, I mean, she was straight. I just, like, don't get me wrong. She model. She was fine. But I don't really be just like, oh, let me just go shoot my shot. I'm more of a let the night go on, let vibe out, let's just see how it go type of person. Like, I ain't about to press you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I let it come to me. You know, women, if you know women, they give you signs, man. It's eye contact, hair movement, all that shit when they let you know. So throughout the night, I'm sitting in the corner just rolling and she's doing everything. All the, everything. And then she didn't came over now. She didn't start talking to me. So she started talking to me. We get, a little bit deeper into conversation and my homeboy want to fuck it up. He didn't got drunk and he arguing with his girlfriend. So it, we all just go outside. You know, I got to go out for him. That's her best friend. We go outside. They just getting louder and louder. So they get in the car and they just arguing and she don't want to ride with this nigga now. So her best friend got to take her to her place and my homeboy just sitting here in the car. Now I'm in the car talking to him. He was like, hey, bro, I know I know I, I fucked it up for you. I was like, it's cool, bro. You you know, as long as you straight, you know, this is your night. But before she had to take his girlfriend home, she had gave me her number. So um, I text her, let me know you make it home. Bet. So my homeboy in the car mad because of what just happened. I'm like, bro, come on. So I text one of the people I used to work with because they used to work the dough at Sweet Lounge. So I'm like, hey, bro, let's leave O2. You ride with me. We're going to go to Sweet Lounge. You know, enjoy the rest of your birthday. So we go to Sweet Lounge. I actually knew some people. And so we just kicked it the rest of the day. So the next day come by, the girl writes me and she asked me, you know, she would like to kick it. I'm like, all right, bet. I was like, so when you're free, she tells me that she will be back from a show that she had in Chicago. So about two or three weeks go by. We just texting. So she come back. We go to Hive. I know I remember going to Hive and getting a Hennessy Tower. 
Cause you can get, you know, the margarita towels, like give me a Hennessy towel. Cause I knew if I'm drinking, drinking and that shit going to add up, you might as well just get a towel and y'all can drink as much as y'all want. So in the midst of us drinking, we started talking about like what made her model. And she was asking me what made me start writing. So I asked her, you know, why did she start modeling? She said it was because her parents had put her in a lot of pageants when she was younger and she just stuck with it. And like she was trained to it. She could only eat so much. She couldn't get over this weight, you know, things like that. Cause I thought it was just like, you know, you take pictures, but I didn't know they had weight limits and how they needed to look like at certain times for shoots. So it was a whole different world. So we got into that more. And then she asked me, why did I start writing? And I told her it was mostly because I felt like I wanted to be the voice of certain people. I felt like I'm old school, I'm country. So a lot of my views don't go with what's going on now. And I felt like nobody was sharing it how I wanted to. And so my friends and like people would have all these conversations. And I felt like somebody needed to have a platform to get it out, to get our views out and to be the voice for the people who don't have one. So I just created it and writing was great to me. And I started this podcast to share these stories about different situations to help people to enlighten people about different things that can happen so we go a little deeper and deeper into conversation and by this time the tower almost gone and you know if you ever had a tower it's really for four people so two people everybody slaughtered so we leave there and we ain't ready to go home yet so we go to chastain park in buckhead and we just walking around I done rolled another one up. We walking down the trail and I tell her I got to go because I got to drive back to Mobile in the morning. So she was like, okay. She was like, can I, you know, come over and watch a movie before you go? I'm like, I, you know, at this point, I'm just going with the vibe. So we didn't got back to the crib. We didn't turn the movie on. The movie really watching us at this point. She didn't start kissing me. She didn't took me into the room. We already know what happens after this. So we're just going to skip to the next day. So the next day comes by. She got to leave like 7, 8. I got to get back to Mobile because it's a funeral. On my way back to Mobile, she texts me and it comes through. And it's like, I had a great night. Let me know when you make it safe. Now, anybody who done drove from Atlanta to Mobile know when you go through them country areas, especially around like Montgomery, Arbor, and all that type, you don't be having reception. So I seen it, and I thought I sent the message, but it actually never went through. So the whole weekend, I ain't think nothing about it, because I ain't go check to see that it go through. I thought I sent it, but it it was one of them dead spots where it didn't really see it. And so I never went double-backed on it. I just thought she you know, wasn't texting me. So, boom, it's Tuesday. I'm headed back. I text her back and I'm like, dang, I thought the message sent. My bad. How was your weekend? I'm thinking everything just cool. Man, she comes back and she going off on me. She was like, oh my God, you were such a dog. I knew it. You, you would sleep with me and just ghost me. Like, who does that? And I'm like, it really was a dead spot. She didn't want to hear. So she just tell me how she was feeling me. Tell me how she liked me. Gone. Don't hear from her. About a month go by. She ain't even fucking with me. So she randomly hit me up like a month later and asked me to go to the game with her. 
it was a Hawks game. I said, you were just wilding out. Talk about how it was a dog ass. She was like, she thought about it. She kind of overreacted. She wanted to make it up so she had a good time at Hive. I told her, all right, I'll meet her at the game. So we go to the game. She got Flossy. She got me in the club section. We getting drinks and everything underneath. So I'm like, dang, she didn't did it big. I wonder why she, you know, chose me. Because obviously she told me I was a dog. So I'm really confused. But, you know, I'm just enjoying it. You take a nigga to the game. I ain't about to complain. So now I'm just vibing. We at the game. She's like, we're going to go to Red Martinez. I got something set up. Uh, we just going to go kick it real quick after this. I just want you to have a great time. And so now I am blowed. I am very shocked that this is happening. Because, I mean, it just was a 180 from what just happened. But it was just like, dang, this is a this is amazing experience that I'm having. So I go to Red Martinez. She buy a bottle. We just drinking. We we just having a great grand time. We done met some friends in another section. It, it's cool. We get back to the house. I'm just telling her how thankful I am for the night, man. The flow seats, the, the red martinis. Nigga, I had a blast. And she was like, no, you know, thank you for coming out with me. So she was like, I got one more thing to show you. She go get some ice cubes. Give me here. Y'all already know how that go. And then now I am effectuated. I am like, oh, my God. She's great. So the next day she leaves. I text her, let me know when you make it home. I don't hear from her. I'm like, damn. So then I call her. She don't answer. I'm like, damn. What did I do? You cannot give a nigga a great night like that and just disappear. So about a week go by. I'm sitting there at work. I remember sitting in the car and she wrote me and she was like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing fine. I'm like, you ain't have to be petty and do that. She was like, nah. She was like, I know you like to write stories. She was like, I just wanted to give you a chapter. She was like, that's going to be a good one, ain't it? And I literally just sat there and just was looking at the message. Like, I should really just like, I wish she was there. I would have threw my phone out of like, she was really playing. And she was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, it's going to be a good chapter. Your fans going to like this one. And again, this is where I coming to saying I felt like women wanted to be chapters could look at this. Like when it, when she said it to me, I really was just blow cuz it was just like it just hit me like, "Oh damn. Like this is really a good chapter of life to tell people, "Hey, treat people right cuz they'll do the same thing to you and that shit going to be crazy." Like that was like one of the best nights I've had in forever, especially in Atlanta. And then it's just like, "Ha, gotcha." Tell your fans that. You know, they know who they are, so I don't even have to say it, but that shit crazy though. She wild for that one. But look, the moral of the story is if I wouldn't have done that, we would have all been good. But because I did it and I started it, she double backed on it. And I all I could do is take it like a man. And so, I mean, we we weren't never beefing or hating. It was just like shit. It is what it is at this point. But I would just say like that was one of the craziest things that has happened to me. And again, it gave me a story to share with my people. Good job. You definitely deserve a chapter. And I want to thank you for listening to A Bright Minds Podcast. I'll catch you next week at the same time.